Welcome back to The Black Sheep, a podcast by Afrojack. If you haven't been delusional at least once in your fucking life, maybe this podcast is not for you. Do you feel the pressure? Do you feel it? Do you feel the pressure? Do you feel it? Are you feeling the pressure? Do you feel the pre- do you feel the pressure? I mean, do you feel the pressure? I mean, Loki, I do. <laughs> So, today is all about peer pressure. In case you didn't know. Should we give a little definition? Yeah. Do you have a definition? Like did you look it up online because I did. I have one. I, I didn't I didn't look it up online. I have I have my own, but I think it's pretty much the same for everyone. You can you can go for the first one that you found and then I'll see okay. if it relates to it or not. According to the internet general source, not Wikipedia in case you were wondering, The peer pressure is the process by which members of the same social group influence other members to do things that they may be resistant to or might not otherwise choose to do. This is the most general definition that there is of peer pressure. Do you agree with it? I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's basically the peer pressure to conform to attitudes, behavior or expectations that peers so people around our age or in our surroundings have precisely. on us precisely yeah precisely and of course it can be uh, i think it could be a, a useful tool sometimes but it also could be very dangerous if you find yourself in the wrong environment so this is what we're going to yeah. we're going to talk about our experiences with peer pressure what is peer pressure etc exactly. etc et i don't know. I feel like there's both positive and negative sides that peer sure. pressure can have on people, even like on my personal experience, I would say. But for example, it can lead you to make undesirable choices as well. The most immediate for me is like uh, at parties when you have the peer pressure when you're younger to like always have a drink in your hand and people say, "Oh my god, you're so boring if you don't drink" and stuff like that. Absolutely. I don't think if you've ever been in that position. Personally, I never really have, but I think because I was always Maybe because you were the in one the mood. you were the one pressuring maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> that that is an option. That 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 could <laughs> that be That could very well be. A valid option. That could very well be. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, um I've never reflected uh, upon it. I have to say I've never I've never actually felt the pressure to drink specifically for the scenario that you brought up but I remember that somehow at one moment in my mind something switched and immediately every time there was like a party or a hangout uh, after dinner for example I had to drink like if I, if everybody else was drinking I would I would drink generally yeah. like automatically and that's like the easiest example of peer pressure among teenagers for example and yeah. i also think that people are more um easily um, can be easily influenced by peer pressure when they are younger especially like Definitely. high school or middle school because there is also like a very strong um necessity to bond with people to fit in, in a certain group Um, exactly and that can lead you of course as you said to make poor poor choices in life 
Yeah, I think especially when it comes to bad habits, for example, smoking and drinking, that is very often connected to social interactions. And I'd say especially in high school or university as well, that is often the one easiest way to make friends and have conversations if you're like at a party or something mm-hmm. is just you have a drink and you can start a conversation about oh what are you drinking oh my god no i hate tequila i cannot drink it i prefer gin a hundred times and or for True. example in university especially i know a lot of people start smoking because you take the smoke break from studying But if you don't smoke, then that is literally the one social interaction that you can have. For example, you have the break during a lecture. Everyone goes out for a smoke. And then if you don't smoke, you're just sitting there um, and not really chatting where else people are outside chatting because they all smoke. So they have that moment of like... Um, or maybe, or maybe if you don't smoke, so, so, but you go out every, uh, anyway, like for example, on a, ter- on a terrace yeah. or you get outside uh, and it's fucking winter and it's fucking cold. Other people have an excuse or are motivated to walk through the cold because they want to smoke, because they are addicted, because I was addicted, I am addicted. But Uh uh, um, like a normal person that doesn't smoke, for example, should like stay there and just like, you know, freeze just to hang out with people that are there to smoke and you don't want to go, you don't want to stay there, you're just there to socialize. But in the end, it backfires to you. So in the end, yeah. they used to... I mean, there's a huge social... Bo- it's a, Peer pressure can be a very bonding experience in general in life. Definitely. Definitely. Because it's kind of everyone is going pretty much through the same things. Like if I think about high school, the amount of people that was smoking, which is so unnecessary. But you do it because everyone everyone does it. And you don't want to feel... It's kind of a social status, you know? You feel excluded if you don't. So even if you don't like it, then you end up doing it. Because that's that's what everyone does. And in high school, I think especially... Or middle school, but maybe middle school is not really about smoking and drinking yet, luckily. But it's really just like... Um, just a way to interact and feel like you're part of something. And so you push yourself into things that you don't actually like and i think that happens when you're younger also because you don't really know where you fit you don't really have the confidence that then you have more in adulthood Mm -hmm. because it's you put yourself in situations that as an adult you would never put yourself in because you're wiser i mean at least you're supposed to be wiser I, I completely agree and i also would say that what you just said is very important to to notice because we only mentioned so far like alcohol, drugs use, and so on. Yeah. But the peer pressure can happen also on different levels. For example, you mentioned that in middle school, luckily, it's not about drinking and smoking. For example, it could be very well about socializing only with certain people. It bullying could be as bullying well is a peer well. pressure exactly, thing. Exactly, exactly. Yes. I remember, for example, when I used to be in high school, I think, no, maybe before. No, no, no. In high school, I was. Um, I was swimming, as you know, and there mm-hmm. was a lot of pressure by my male peers to make comments about girls, like in front of them. Yeah. Which was very interesting <laughs> because how how things turned out in the end. But <clears throat> what to say? Like yeah. there is like a there is like a prescripted path somehow of mm-hmm. how you should behave, and this path is fucked up. Let's say let's 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 talk that about is so it. it's true. very fucked up on certain on a certain level because on a certain level is can be very helpful to have a steady ground to walk yeah. on, 
But at the same time, I don't know. It needs a rebranding. It needs a rebranding. Yes, it's very interesting because often the people who kind of have their values straight from a younger age are often pointed at as like, you're boring or whatever. And then often the people that are considered cool are actually the people who are kind of pieces of shit and like the bullies and the one that smokes and the one that drinks, which I never really understood why they have such a strong grasp on people but that is why often when we're younger we end up then always revolving around this kind of uh individuals you get what i mean yeah i totally get what you mean um and it's very fucked up like on the level yeah uh, and it's weird that also like bullies bullies somehow yeah. are always popular people yeah like, I don't, which I doesn't think... make any sense and you know when you maybe report at home like you know this person is bullying me. The, yeah. the thing that adults say most of times is, but they are not cool. The, yeah, but like exactly. bullying is not cool. And you're like, yeah, but everybody hates me. Everybody says bad things to me, which is completely understandable why being bullied sucks. Yes. But at the same yeah. time, looking from the outside, they're right. Like they're losers. Absolutely. Like, I think truly the real kids that act like adults are the ones that are able to not fall in the peer pressure and I really don't understand why as kids we tend to see adults as adults those behaviors that are actually the bad habits that are actually the things that as an adult you don't want to be like like you don't want to be an alcoholic you don't want to be a chain smoker the whole time if you're like being, I think what is nice about being an adult is having your shit together and having economic independence or whatever. Like the things that as a kid you absolutely do not look at and you don't value, maybe because they're given already, maybe because of your uh, social and family surrounding, especially you don't really, you kind of give them for granted. But then as kids, we really have this thing for which, I don't know if you ever did it, but when you have like a, like those candies with the white stick, the plastic white stick, lecca lecca. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Lollipops. Chupa chups. Lollipops, there you go. And how many kids do you then see walking around with the white stick in plastic pretending that it's a cigarette? I used to do this so many times. Right? And I really, it's so fascinating to me how as kids, we feel like adults when we pretend that we're smoking or we pretend that we're drinking yeah. or I we mean, pretend that we drink. For me, like, I remember... for me smoking was not, I, I would not say that I was peer pressured into smoking, but I, because I would say that I was very curious. Yeah. Like there is a part of, because I think to, to, to go back to what we were saying about why like the cool kids are the one that... Uh, usually happen to be the first victims of peer pressure okay in terms of like uh, substance abuse not for bullying of course but even though bullies are the first one that get bullied at home so maybe also on that level it could work but it's the fact that the attraction that the other people have towards these people comes from the fact that they somehow break are breaking a rule like smoking in high school yes. is cool because it's not conventional because it's illegal you know you shouldn't be yes. smoking in high school you should you should be smoking oh, when you're so 18 true. so you're looking at them and like oh wow they're so cool for example i don't know maybe our subconscious self is saying wow they have the balls to go to um an old tobacco shop and ask for cigarettes 
and they are giving them to the they are giving cigarettes to them and maybe they are like mm-hmm. 14 like they are clearly not 18 they are clearly underage yes. but they are smoking anyway so how are they doing are they stealing wow that's so cool which is totally fucked yeah. up you know it's totally totally it totally fucked up it's really curious it, i really yeah why why are we so attracted to breaking rules and to unconventional things i have no why idea. are we not attracted to being like this is something that i've actually reflected on a lot which really depends on the type of of friends and people that you surround yourself with which of course is the same reason why we tend to fall within our parents step because they're our example and so it's it's really it makes a huge difference to for example befriend with uh, the studious people in your class Absolutely. rather than with the yeah. fucked up kids because you do it's it's a kind of inspiration that you get and you can mm-hmm. have a good inspiration and you can have a low key bad inspiration and then of course like to be honest i was never really with the smart kids in school like none of my years but i always really looked up to them because i was really like mm-hmm. maybe like i always realized that if i were friends with them i might have been more motivated to for example study more and get my shit together a little bit more and be focused on things that then in the long run are actually more useful than just the thrill of being cool for i don't know what Yeah. Honestly. I totally get what you're saying. I'm not saying I regret my friends. No, no, I'm no. Saying... Absolutely, absolutely. Um there is nothing malicious about it. Uh, but it's actually uh, I was reflecting about the same stuff when I was thinking about like peer pressure in my life like, in, in general like what yeah. the times that have been pressured into something. Um and in general I have to say that the peer pressure that I have experienced most of times has been useful. Because mm-hmm. there is also a good side to it, of course, which is what you just said. So basically, if you get involved with, I want to say, the wrong people, okay, so people that yeah. could lead you on a malicious path or a dangerous path, of course, are to be avoided. And the consequences in the long run could be, like, potentially bad, okay? Yes. But at the same time, I th- and I, I'm not, I'm, I, do, I don't mean, um, like, being surrounded by geniuses, okay your people that are excellent and and full stop they're that's excellent. also not fun exactly they are, this is absolutely not fun and it could very well lead to um a very bad mental state like the constant competition yeah. the constant feeling strive. insufficient exactly the constant strive for excellence it's not it's not healthy especially if you're young okay but i have to say um for example sport has helped me a lot because for example i used to do an individual sport like i was alone swimming but of yeah. course having a team that they were very good people first of all second of all when you see someone that is doing the same exact thing that you are doing because you're always doing the same trainings and that person is succeeding the success of the person somehow tries to if everybody is succeeding you're like okay motivates you exactly it motivates you but like in a good way you're like you are like okay we're doing the same thing why is this person um Uh, is having better results than me maybe i could do it let's see what he is doing or she is doing that i'm not doing and let's try to keep up with them and see what happens and the same happens in school which is what you just said but of course not like hang out with people that just do homework of course Uh, and i think the thing that that saved me uh, uh, was that i could very well 
cherry pick like the positive aspects of the peer pressure in sports because the people that did sports were not very smart academically of course and at the same time the people that studied very well I could not hang out with them so much because you know they were not they were very too serious like you said you're boring if you study and then say you're boring I don't want to hang out with you yeah I totally agree and uh, well balance overall it's always always the answer like while you were talking, I definitely, I mean, it's a it's a thing that we've been talking about so many times already. Yeah. Your ability to cherry pick people and to actually find people that have a good balance with uh, having fun, but also have a good sense of duty. I would say that my, I don't have the same ability, but this is not to say that I always chose the wrong people. But I think my main issue was that I never really had my values straight. Or at least I did have them, but I wasn't 100% confident in them. So I was I always wanted to, for example, be good in school and excel and do this and that. But balance has never really been a thing for me. Like I've never really been good at balancing. And then it's not like my peers pressured me into going out and this and that at all. I really pressured myself into being like, you cannot miss this. Kind of like FOMO, fear of missing out that we already mentioned so many times. But I wouldn't say that, like peer pressure doesn't always come from the outside. Peer pressure is also something that we can feel within ourselves and be like, yeah, I mean, I really should study because that would be better for me for the test tomorrow, but there's this party and there's gonna be people there and I could have some good social interaction and meet cool stuff and do cool stuff. So I was really always, it was like my brain was peer pressuring me. So like your your personalities were peer pressuring you because exactly. I don't think that when you come, when it comes from like a singular one, like ourselves, I don't think that the peer pressure, the term peer pressure, what's the, what's the term actually? When you are alone, pressure, self-pressure, self-pressure probably, yes. <laughs> or the pressure, I, no I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could very well be uh, both of them, but I totally get what you're saying. Like there is so many layers to it, especially because there is a lot of expectations on how to carry on with life in general. There are so many, um, and also we have only mentioned things that happen in high school or in school period, because of course we just, you are still, you're still studying and I just, and I just finished studying and that's our experience. But looking forward, I don't see this thing um, vanishing at all. Like I I only see uh, like increasing and increasing, not because there is so many things that the people could pressure you into but because the pressure is so much stronger because there is so many yeah. things that you have to have in life. You have to have it. Like you have to have a job, of course. How, yeah. how can you live without it? But of course there is like this uh, rush and uh, frenzy and I don't know, pressure again. It's really hard to, I think everyone understands that we're all on our own path. Everyone knows that, everyone heard it and everyone understands it, but I think it's actually quite hard to accept it and to be like, you know what? I'm happy with what I have. And even when I confront what I have to others, whether they have more or less, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't pressure me into, I think that is a 
fundamental step to make. And to be honest, I cannot wait to make that step. Mm -hmm. And I do think that actually with adulthood, it really it really shifts because the way that our parents always taught us was always like, don't look at the others, look at yourself. And to this day, it's really hard for me to do that, to not compare, to not look in, you know, it's like cheating in a test. You're a hundred percent sure of your answer. But if you have the chance to peek at what the neighbor is writing yeah, down, exactly. you're like, let me just see if check. I'm doing it right. Exactly. And so I really think that the, the good step to make is being able to look at others and not feel like, oh my God, I'm, I'm behind. Yeah, but also I want to uh, quote, I think it, it, it's, it's, this is a Taylor Swift quote. Uh, mm. I, 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 I misquoted it, of course, because I cannot remember like how it was completely, yeah. but you just made me, made me think of that. Uh, this do not, like comparing yourself to others is like comparing your behind the scenes to their best show ever i that is that is perfect yes exactly that is so true that is so true because of course you are the only one that sees all the 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 struggle that you're going through um that could be in sport in school in life at work with friends in romantic relationships and so on and then you see others which is also the same thing that happens when you may be overconfident, which is something that I've been told I am sometimes. Uh, and people tend to like sometimes diminish uh, the effort of a person that seems effortless yeah. in the way they carry, uh, they, they present themselves. So if I okay, but that's come, that, that comes easily to you. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, it comes easily, but the fact that it comes easily doesn't mean that it comes, that it doesn't come along with a lot of insecurities. Yeah. Uh, stuff so there is always that you, comparing yourself it doesn't make any sense to me and I think we mentioned Absolutely. in another episode how the both of us like growing up um, started like the, the comparison like started shifting towards inspiration yeah exactly. like if I see someone if we see someone that has something that we want our reaction is not ah, oh, fuck, they're having it and I should have it because I deserve it more. Uh, what do they have? They have nothing, they have everything. And, you know, the the same way of train of trade, jealousy, exactly. Basically jealousy. Um, but it's actually the reaction that we have. It, the reaction that I think people should, should have to, like, give a rest to yourself. Like, jealousy is yes. very tiring. Jealousy, it's like poisoning yourself. Exactly. Jeal- because you're the only one feeling that the person that you're jealous towards is not affected by it by it in any way and i actually think that knowing that someone is jealous of you can actually be a very strong drive so being Absolutely. jealous of someone is actually just giving them the power of being like ah oh, so you think i'm better than you well maybe i am that's pretty much what you're True. saying and what you're telling yourself. So that's why it's so poisonous at the end of the day because you're the only one in pain for that. And so really, if you're able to, if you see someone having something that you would like to have, rather than being like, ah, oh, fuck them, they have it so easily or like, oh my God, they're so much smarter than me because they obtained something that I want for myself, just ask them and be like, hey, how did you get there? How can I get there? Absolutely, absolutely. And like going back to the peer pressure examples that we did at the beginning of the episode, um, I think that curiosity is also legitimate. 
at the same yes. time. So if you're seeing, let's go back to the smoking example and the drinking example that we had, you know, mm-hmm. um, going and saying, you know what, these, pre- these people, my peers are smoking. I don't know what, to, what, what, what is this? What's smoking? Yeah. Let's try. I want to, I'm curious to try. And then of course you decide let's make the drinking example because it's it's kind of different because um, there are people that like to drink and drink very good and for example they're like, like they drink they like to drink wine like tasteful wine like yeah. the fact that uh drinking could be like a passion not in like in a alcoholic kind of way as in you appreciate it, the good wine exactly. and you can just have a, a glass of wine for but dinner the without liquors, the need to get drunk but also the liquors yeah 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 um, definitely there's a lot of people that are very into this stuff and as i say curiosity is legitimate you of course have to understand that there is there are consequences for curiosity like even mm-hmm. i don't know christopher columbus was curious to find india and then a lot of people died but uh, <laughs> uh maybe this was the wrong example but i think you, you and I colonialism think, I think you got it i think you got it um so yeah, yeah. stay curious but keep an eye out for but yourself just remember i would say stay true to yourself like it's okay to be curious but, but keep an eye out for just... others actually rather exactly. than stay true to yourself because i also think that you cannot stay true to yourself when you are in high school because you don't know what what you are you know you don't who know you who are. you are you know what Definitely. your values if you're very lucky you you may you may very well be a very grounded person but the majority of people are not like i still am not a grounded yeah. person and i'm 24 so <laughs> definitely Save. far beyond that far beyond no, no, far thank you no definitely not <laughs> definitely not beyond no but yeah i think it's really really important to just definitely having good values and confidence which then helps you to not fall victim of negative peer pressure yeah like that's the one thing you need and that's the one thing that is the hardest to have honestly confidence and good values i mean i don't have that not at 100 percent. but at the same time i want to meet someone that has exactly. that exactly but at the same time i think if you work if we work on these two elements that's more than enough to go on with your life without that many problems with others like with comparison stuff and definitely pressures from the outside absolutely but the thing is that also for like the uh, the smoking example mm-hmm. i i was thinking the same way that you can start smoking because all of your friends start smoking i feel like as soon as one has the ability to be like you know what i'm gonna stop smoking like i really don't like this a lot of people are then gonna be like actually i don't like it either like actually i want to stop too but you it's also important to take to be able to take the first step and to get out of the peer pressure because that could lead a lot of people to get out of the peer pressure in that case though oh yes yes i'm really simplifying we're really simplifying this conversation and topic a lot if you're smart you will get it yes well that was fun that was fun (laughs) for sure so long live the ship and until next week bye. bye